When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily, our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you're in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it! Then we're done! And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes, get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. It is Monday, December the 26th. 2022, y'all decided to wake y'all asses up with Ray G. And for that, I appreciate you being there. If you celebrate Christmas, I hope you had a great time with your family, your friends, your kids, your loved ones, all that good stuff, man. I hope everybody enjoyed their holiday break, some time off from work. But it's Monday. We got to get back after it, baby. Prize picks. Shout out to the sponsor, Prize picks of the show. Use the promo code Wake Up down below for an instant deposit match up to $100. And y'all know what it is, baby. Michelle Adora Coffee. Got to get some of that. You miss your stocking stuffers, but go ahead and get that for the new year. You don't want to drink that great value brand. Trust me, I used to do it. It will change your life. We got legit testimonials in the group, people that love that Michelle Adoro coffee. So get you some of that. MichelleAdoroUSA.com. Use the promo code WAKEUP for 15% off. But man, what a weekend of NFL football. We had games on Saturday. We had games. I guess they were games yesterday. We got to talk about some of the fallout from that and just kind of start thinking ahead. What do we do with these players, man? There's a lot of cats that um, have not performed this year. I'm very surprised, uh, Jay, that I didn't wake up and see that Nathaniel Hackett has lost his job. Very, (laughs) very shocked that I did not wake up to that news. But let's say good morning to the people. What's up, Alex C., Leo, Shane, Joe, Mike A., Jay Peters, Ben Mason in the building. Uh, Shane, Joe, David from across the pond. What's up, Fizzle Dollars? How you doing? Jay Peters, I already said Jay. Amanda, how you doing? Amanda is a uh, frequent supporter of the show, Jay. I don't know if you know that, but shout out, Amanda. Appreciate you being here. Appreciate all of y'all. Only 40. What are y'all doing? 43 people. Wake y'all asses up, man. Sleeping in. Yeah, they're sleeping in, Jay. Let's get Jay in the building. How you doing this morning, man? I'm good. I'm good. You know, uh, Ray, I actually have to ask you a question. Did mm. you tinker with your audio at all? Because you sound a little bit different, not in a bad way. But no. you know, I'm always, I always listen to you talk every day. I'm just like, no, oh, I didn't sound a little bit different. Sound bad? You sound a little bit clearer. You sound a really? little more full in your audio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you sound good. You sound good. 
yeah, no hate. You're good. Okay. But yeah, I'm good, man. Yeah, it was a good, you. good weekend. Good weekend of football. Um, happy to see everybody here. Happy Boxing Day to people who celebrate. I guess I don't know what Boxing Day is. But we have Boxing Day in Canada. Apparently, it's in the UK too. I don't know what that I is. I didn't know that. I don't, I don't know what it is either, man. It's the day after Christmas. We get the day off. It's weird, but I like I'll boxing, but I, don't, I, I never knew what boxing day was. I like boxing. I'm ready for uh, the Javante Davis fight. I'm going to pay for it. You know me. I'm a frequent payer of fights. I do not I do not stream the fights, Jay. I pay for that's my what, fights, man. April, right? His fight with Ryan Garcia? No, I don't think it's April. I think it's like coming up pretty soon. Oh, it might be April. You're right. I think it is. I April. think they have. I think they both yeah. have a pre-fight. They got in a pre-fight. January. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You got the pre-fight. Yeah. Pong right. for that. Who's gonna win? Tank, baby. Tank Davis is a beast. He's an absolute beast. Um, really? Unlike some of the players that we saw this weekend in the NFL, I know we got a little bit of news. So Jay, let's just get into uh, let's get into that. Talk about some of the things that happened, and then we get into the show. Let's go straight facts, baby. The biggest news in the world of sports. Covered and brought to you by one man, Jordan Richards. This is Straight Facts, presented by Michelle Adoro. All right, so not a ton of news, but the biggest news, I think, involving the Cincinnati Bengals is that Lyle Collins potentially could miss the rest of the season and even some time into the playoffs. He didn't tear his ACL, but he did hurt his knee, right? So there's a bit of a shift in his knee, left tackle for the Bengals. He is obviously very big to their success. They are now, at some point, Super Bowl contenders, probably going to make a deep run in the playoffs, depending on how they play. But he is struggling. So we'll see what his in, his injury ultimately is. But I think that's probably the biggest injury from the weekend. Jimmy G did shed his boot, so that is a big factor for the 49ers. Hopefully, he can come back. They are hopeful that he can, but they probably need to make it to the championship round. And even still, if they make it that far, they're probably going to roll with Brock Purdy. And Ray, uh, one of our favorite players that we talk about on the show, Christian Watson, hurt his hip, uh, playing great, actually. First half against Miami, I believe, had six catches for 49 yards. So it was off to a really good start, playing well with Aaron Rodgers, who ultimately did get hot in that game and won. But he did hurt his hip. He said he'd be okay after the game. So we'll see if he's going to be playing this week. But all indications seem to be that he's going to be just fine. And for whatever reason, he, he did not return to that game. And also their kick returner got hurt, but obviously not many fantasy implications there. But where do you want to start with oh. today? Um, oh, do you want to man. start with Thursday? Because we weren't here Friday. And uh, there was some developments from Thursday all the well, way to Saturday. Yes, yes, there were some developments. So let's quickly talk about what happened on Thursday, Jay. So the Jacksonville Jaguars played the New York Jets. It was the battle of the two top picks in the 2021 NFL Draft class. Trevor Lawrence, number one overall to Jacksonville, of course. And Zach Wilson went number two to the New York Jets. And what happened in that game, Jay? Well, I mean, the Jets did not score a touchdown. They uh, nope. lost 19-3. to And Zach Wilson got benched. Was it? I think it was the fourth quarter by the time he finally got benched. He probably yeah. should have got benched before that. Um, I mean, no surprise. 9 for 18 with a pick. 92 yards. Another game where Zach Wilson was held under 100 yards passing. Uh, and then Jay Glazer came out. I believe it was on Sunday that he came out and yeah. said that his time in New York is over. Right? Yeah. Zach Wilson's time in New York is over. And I think that's... I don't know what that means for the franchise, though, which direction they ultimately choose to go. But I think the problem, Ray, and I have to ask you this question is, what is Zach Wilson worth on the open market? Because we've seen Josh Rosen get traded for a second. We've seen Teddy Bridgewater get traded for a second. We've seen Sam Darnold get traded for a second. We saw Baker Mayfield basically get traded for, what, a third? But he didn't have any much any more time left on his contract, so that was a bit of a factor there. Right. Zach Wilson still has two years of control, even after they declined his fifth-year option. 
But what is he worth, do you think, on this open market? Feels like maybe a third is probably right. But even still, we've seen how bad he's looked. It's hard to imagine teams continue to take these shots on these high draft picks just because they have the tools. But where do you think he kind of lands and what do you think well, could happen for him? Let's let's kind of really quickly. I mean, he started the game off. He completed a couple of short passes. But the moment he uh, threw a couple incompletions, threw a would-be pick, the Boo Birds were out. I mean, every oh, yeah. time... He took the field. The Boo Birds were out. And it just seems like, Jay, I agree. I think it's time in New York is done. I mean, there's nothing outside of that kid going out there and playing MVP level of football, which wasn't going to happen. The Boo Bird, they Is there a more hated player in the NFL right now than Zach Wilson? I, I mean it, man. I mean, this dude throws well. three incompletions and the entire stadium – Turns against them immediately, dude. Like, I've never, Jay, I've not seen anything quite like this from a player that was the a number two yeah. overall pick, supposed to be the franchise quarterback. The beginning of the p- season, people people were liking him. People were like, man, this is, you know, it's a good offense. You got Brees Hall, you got Zach Wilson, you got Garrett Wilson. And ever since he opened his mouth and said that he wasn't the problem and then has not backed it up. I mean, the offense stinks. Bam Knight, people started him in their fantasy, you know, championships, playoffs. He got six carries, negative two yards. The offense looks horrible, horrible with Zach Wilson. And I asked the question, he isn't good. How much is their quarter? How how good is the quarterback guru in New York? It's a shame that they couldn't make it work with this talent. QBR 5.1. He's done. It's it's a wrap. I. Are they going to cut him? Do they trade him? Do they just cut him? Like, what happens to him? I've never seen anything like this, Jay. I mean, they got to trade him. The question is the price tag, right? What What is Zach Wilson worth? And I, I really don't know. You know, we talk about all the time how these coaches, these, these GMs, they have supreme confidence, more confidence than some of these quarterbacks we think that will just go out there, throw a pick, and keep on slinging it, saying, I can fix this guy. Put him in my system. It'll work, right? But... At the end of the day, you have to just look at what he's done and say, is he coachable? And the answer right now is we don't know. We're not going to go out there and say no because I'm sure that Sala and and LaFleur have said some good things about him, have found some good things that they would say about him if another coach asked. But the media stuff is, is a concern. His players not backing him. It initially is a concern, and then they have to kind of go back and they have to say, hey, Zach, we support you. Like, it's okay. Like, I think what's most surprising is that I just didn't expect him to be out, right? Like, Josh Rosen, we kind of knew he was going to be out because Kyler Murray was coming in. But to be out not knowing what's next for the Jets, yeah, that's it tells you how, how far gone this really situation is. And you ask the question, who's the most hated man in the NFL? It's got to be someone with the last name Wilson, right? Like this, Uh-oh. It's, it's, one, Great it's one of the, it's Great one of the two, right? One of the two. Well, let's talk about him. Um, well, really quickly, that, that was a phenomenal transition, but I do want to give T-Law his, uh, his credit. I mean... That game was kind of poo-poo. Good. I mean, he was fine. It wasn't – He it looked, was the rain, though. The weather was Yeah, awful. the weather was bad. T-Law did his thing in Jacksonville now, uh, number one in the AFC South. And I'm actually happy. I'd much rather see Trevor Lawrence in the playoffs than Malik Willis and that Tennessee Titans team. They are fraudulent. Yep. They've been fraudulent. Good for Jacksonville. Good for Doug Peterson. Uh, Travis Etienne, the bell cow, the real bell cow in the NFL. Evan Ingram – 
having a solid season. There's nobody else to talk about from the Jets. But you you brought up the other Wilson, Jay, and we're talking about the $245 million quarterback, uh, Russell Wilson, and the Denver Broncos were absolutely embarrassed uh, last night. It was... Jay, I turned it off and started watching Abbott Elementary. That's how bad it was. It was awful. Rams 51, Broncos 14, Russell Wilson 214, one touchdown, three interceptions, sacked six times. QBR worse, Jay. No way. Worse QBR than Zach Wilson. 3.5 QBR for Russell Wilson. And it had Baker Mayfield looking like a franchise court. He had Baker Mayfield looking like, damn, that's the dude y'all should have paid $245 million to. Uh, Cortland Sutton's pissed off that he's not getting the ball. Jerry Judy did his thing, but I don't want to hear it. it, The weapons are there, Jay. You got Dolchich, you got Judy, you got Sutton. I understand they don't have a a prolific running game right now, but this is why you pay a quarterback half a billion, you know, quarter of a billion dollars is for that quarterback to elevate the players on the team. And that's not happening right now in Denver. So my question to you, Jay, uh, where are you at? We start a draft today, an auction draft oh, today. Man. We're starting Ooh. a new dynasty startup today. Pumped. Like, what do you do with Russell Wilson right now? 3,000 yards on the season, 12 touchdowns, nine interceptions, 29th in QBR in the NFL. And I know Nathaniel Hackett has not been good. I'm not an advocate for anybody losing their job, but he should not be the head coach of the Denver Broncos. <laughs> However, Russell Wilson's play has been equally as putrid. So we're not going to put this all on the coaching staff. We're not going to put this all on the head coach. Russell Wilson has been bad. This is a quarterback that people thought coming into the season could be a top eight type guy. People were valuing him as a top eight quarterback. Jay, I have not looked. I am going to look on Keep Trade Cut right now. Our favorite crowdsourced information of dynasty rankings and movement based on the community value. Because I want to see where Russell Wilson is being valued right now, and he is, I I can't even find him, no way. Where's Russell Wilson? He he can't be on the first page, right? He's not going to be in the top 100. He's he's being valued as QB 23 behind Desmond Ritter, Jordan Love, Derek Carr, Mac Jones, Geno Smith, Daniel Jones, Jared Goff, Kenny Pickett, list goes on and on and on. What say you about Russell Wilson? What What's the deal? What What are you doing with him in Dynasty? What do you think his outlook is going to be? He's not going anywhere for a long time. He's not going anywhere for a long time. Yeah. Um, does he get better with age? Does he get better with time? Or is this truly the decline of Russell Wilson? I think that question is so loaded because while the team is awful and you have to put blame on all the players – I don't know if Russell Wilson is so bad that you should be fading him at all costs. Like if you're getting him at QB 25, 26, like if you're getting Russell Wilson behind Desmond Ritter and we may get into Ritter a little bit, he made a lot of good throws this weekend. Um, I think he played pretty well after the first game was kind of shaky, but getting back into Russ, the problem is, is that I don't know if the problem is just Hackett. I don't know if it's Hackett's system. Maybe it doesn't work for Russ. And you say, well, Hackett was playing with Aaron Rodgers. So maybe Aaron Rodgers did a lot more to kind of make up for whatever those deficiencies could have been than we've seen, right? We know that LaFleur is a great coach, but the OC probably didn't have a whole lot of input in what happened. Maybe he called some plays, blah, blah, whatever. So 
I don't think Russ is this bad, but at the same time, he just continually shoots himself in the foot. He's throwing interceptions. He's making bad plays. He's not reading defenses very well. He's just not playing well. And so you look at what he's done and you say, he's been awful. Hackett's been awful. Is a coach going to turn this around? Maybe. But I think the chances are it's probably not. So I think if you're looking at the situation now and where these players are are in Dynasty, I think unless you're getting them as a I'd say even a mid QP three, like, you know, QB 27, 28, like you're going down that list. You're saying Desmond Ritter. And I'm like, yeah, I probably want Russ over Desmond Ritter. But if Ritter stacks a couple more games, maybe I do want Desmond Ritter. Maybe I want him for what he could be. And he doesn't have that stink, but Russ has the contract, man. That's what it comes down to is Russ has this contract. That's going to say he's the quarterback for at least two more years, no matter what happens. And so if a new coach comes in, I think that's a massive boost to Russ's stock because pretty much anybody should be better than Hackett. But does that mean Russ is going to turn it around? Right. That's the that's the problem for me. Do you think he turns it around? Because that's that's where I struggle. I don't it's not just Russ. It's Hackett and Russ. But can a coach completely turn? I'll say this. Can a coach completely turn it around? I'll just say I don't think it can get much worse for Russell Wilson. I'll say that. I, I don't think this is by far the worst. I mean, if this were any other quarterback, they would have been benched. Been benched. Oh, They, they would have oh. been pulled from this. Like the, it, it doesn't get much worse. Let me just ask you. Russell Wilson or Jordan Love? I think it's got to be. I think it's got to be Russell Wilson. But okay, I, okay. I Russell Wilson, Love, right? quick, quick. Just Russell Wilson or Mac Jones? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson or Geno Smith? I think I'm going to roll with Geno there. I think I am. Russ or Jimmy Garoppolo? I think you go with Russ. Russ or Matthew Stafford? Ooh. I think you go with Stafford. He said he's coming back, so I'll believe that. Russ or Zach Wilson? <laughs> I'll go with Russ just because I know the team he's playing on, and at least he has some players. But Zach a lot of name value, man. A lot of name, up. no game with Russell Wilson. Um, you just we keep saying like it's Russell Wilson. It's but what is Russ? Russ is awful right now. At least this yeah. season, he's been awful. But I don't know how much worse it gets than what we're seeing right now. So hopefully, Jay, um, there is some room for uh, him to get better improve, and to yeah. improve. Uh, I want to go to uh, the Rams side of the ball and just talk quickly about Baker Mayfield. Jay Baker Mayfield has been in L.A. for all of 15 minutes, and he's put together, I'd say, two quality performances. The game versus Green Bay, he didn't look very good. Yeah. It was the coldest game that the, I believe the Rams have ever played. It was freezing out there in Lambeau Field. Uh, but he's put together two solid, at least two solid outings with the Rams and I'm asking you the question, man. Does does Baker get an opportunity to start in the NFL next year? Does he get a Does he get a shot to start for one of these teams in 2023? He's he looked good, man. He looked good, and 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 this is this is a Denver defense that Josie Jewell was out there, Patrick Sertan was out there. I mean, they had they had their bodies out there, and and Baker Mayfield still went out there and performed very well. What, what do you think about what do you think about Baker, man? He had that offense humming. Cam Akers, three big touchdowns, finally looking like Cam Akers. They gave him the ball, had no choice, and uh, he cashed out. Uh, Tyler Higby, who I haven't heard his name in weeks, he looked good. Uh, the receivers didn't do much, but they, we know that they don't have good receivers. But Baker Mayfield, only four incompletions yesterday versus his Denver defense, two touchdowns, was not sacked at all. QBR of eighty-eight point two, man. 
What are we doing? What What do you think? Who, and I asked you the same question, Baker Mayfield or Russell Wilson? Who would you rather Ooh. have, Baker Mayfield or Russell Wilson? I think the answer still has to be Russ. But I think to Why your point about Baker, he's having to be Russ if he's awful. Be, because he can be awful, but he still has value because he's going to start. Right. So answering back and doubling back to your question about Baker, I think he's played his way into being a bridge quarterback. We couldn't say that about him a few a few weeks ago. Right. We said he's basically done probably a career backup. But I think at this point, teams are looking at him and saying, hey, you know, Baker literally walked into a team, picked up a system and won two games in three weeks. That's pretty impressive. Maybe we should at least take a look at him, throw him $10 million as our bridge quarterback. Looking at a team like Houston, maybe if Seattle wants to move on from Geno Smith, they look at him, right? There's teams that could use these guys. And so I think I think that he could be that guy, that bridge quarterback, that mentor, that guy who's played on three teams this season to kind of mentor a quarterback. He's been through his own trials and tribulations, right? He was still the number one overall pick. There's still clearly a lot of talent yeah. there. But I think he's played his way into being that kind of bridge quarterback that maybe has some value, but he's going to be competing for a starting job. I don't think anyone's going to hand it to right, him. Right, 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 I think right. He could, I, think he could, I think he's at least played his way to compete I agree. to start next season, which I think is still valuable. Like, if you want to make the case that I trust Baker to be on a new team and, and win a starting job over Russ, then I think maybe you take Baker. I just don't know if he's going to win that job because he's probably competing with a rookie. And can he beat out that rookie who is, you know, a top 10 draft pick, a Will Levis or, a, you know, Anthony Richardson? Or I think him and A. Rich would be interesting, right? Because I think that he could show A. Rich kind of how to play in the NFL while A. Rich obviously has his own skills and, and abilities, right? But I think, you know, is he going to teach a Bryce Young? Is he going to teach a C.J. Stroud? I don't know, right? I think that's where the situations are tough for me. But could we'll you see. see I, think, I think he has played that. Could way you into see at least Arizona moving on from Cliff Kingsbury? Knowing Kyler Murray's not going to be the starter going into the season, probably, right? Could you see Arizona saying, we can't do no Trace McSorley or any of that shit, and a new coach coming in and giving Baker Mayfield a one-year deal in Arizona? Maybe. It's, it's funny you mentioned Cliff, right? Because I think that Cliff would be the guy to give Baker that opportunity, right? Because they do have a bit of a past history. But maybe, potentially. I, I'm curious what Arizona the does. Jets? I think they're... Uh, the Jets, the Jets are interesting, right? The because Jets. are they going to, are they going to bring him back? Are they not? They're not. Uh, Wilson is, once they replace him for Chris, what's his name? Strevler? Chris Strevler. Strevler. It's done. CFL MVP it's Chris done. Strevler. It's done. He's yeah, done. It's, it's, and that team is good enough to where they really just need a quarterback that can complete. They need Baker to go out there Mike and complete White. 24 of 28, right? I, it's, it's going to be interesting, man. Baker's played. He's definitely played his way into an opportunity, and yeah, that's all you can ask for. for what sure. he did yesterday versus that defense, um, great performance from Baker Mayfield. Got to give him credit, man. The Rams showed up uh, five and ten on the season. They showed up. Denver falls to four and eleven, fifty-one to fourteen. Jay, just, just awful. Let's just let's stick on the quarterback. Oh, no. One one second though. One second. Yeah, yeah. What are you yeah. doing with Cam Akers? Because we didn't really talk about Cam Akers. Twenty-three, oh, one eighteen, and three. Right. Yeah. But what do you do with him? Is he back? That's the question people want to know. Is Cam Akers back, right? The people need to know. Um, I mean, he looks the same way he always looks when they give him the ball, in my opinion. He looks fine. Like, I think he, I, and I, I've been on record saying that. I was like, every time they give him the ball, he looks fine to me. The offensive yeah. line is a mess. They had no quarterback. You got to give your running back some time and rhythm. I don't know what these – do they think they're just in three carries they're just going to – 
man, sometimes it takes him a while to get going. I, I think Cam Akers is fine. He's, what, 23 years old? He'll be 24? I think he's a sneaky buy low, and I think that next season he'll be a little bit better than he was this year. Another year removed from that Achilles surgery, uh, the recovery. I, I'm still in on Akers. I think he's a quality running back. I don't know if he's ever going to be like the guy that we wanted him to be coming out in 2020. I don't think Dobbins is going to be that. I don't think Akers is that. But I think he can be a, a running back that that gets carries in the NFL, and when given carries, he can perform. I'm fine with I'm fine with Cam Akers. I'm okay with even investing a little bit in him. Um, I, I don't think he's that at all. I think he's a, I think he's fine. I think he's a fine running back. I think he's fine. Uh, but let's. I, I want to stick with this QB this QB carousel because we're at that point in the in the season, Jay, where it's over. Right, most people are out of the fantasy playoffs, so you're thinking ahead next year yeah. and beyond. Let's go to the – it was a quite entertaining game, the Giants and the Minnesota Vikings. Oh. And let's talk about – let's talk about, first of all, I want to come out and say that he has no longer – he no longer carries the fraudulent one moniker. <laughs> he is no longer fraudulent. TJ Hawkinson <laughs> is the tight end baller of the week. He is no longer the fraudulent one, Jay. We've got to find a new fraudulent one nickname. Hawkinson went – Berserk, 13 catches, 13 catches for 109 yards, two freaking touchdowns. He is the tight end baller of the week as the Minnesota Vikings won 27-24 over the Giants. This was a good game. Uh, Daniel Jones had that team in position to play. I saw a lot of beat reporters from New York saying by far the best game that they've seen Daniel Jones play in years. Uh, He was 30 for 42, 334 yards, one touchdown, one pick. He also had 34 yards on the ground. Saquon Barkley, big touchdown run, 84 and a touchdown. Uh, Jay, a lot of New York media, they said they found their wide receiver too. Isaiah Hodgins, 8 for 89 and one touchdown. They're saying that they don't think he can you be like so, a huh? one, but they definitely think you draft a wide receiver and you roll with Isaiah Hodgins as your two in New York. Uh, what do you think about What do you think about Daniel Jones? Has Daniel Jones, and of course, Justin Jefferson, I think he needs 230-something yards. It might be 230, like might that, be 280 yeah. to crack 2,000 yards. He's going to be Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, what Justin Jefferson's yeah, 250. done, 250. What he's done this the first three years of his career, we, we legitimately need to appreciate this because we could be looking at one of the best wide receivers we've ever seen play the game, right? I know Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, but uh, this is this generation's version of that. He's incredible. But let's talk a little bit about Daniel Jones. What do you think about his long-term outlook? We keep talking about all these quarterbacks that because this is if you play in super flex leagues, this is the most important position to get right, the quarterback position. Jay, I'm yep. I'm in the fantasy championship in a 14 teamer in one of our patron leagues. If I told you like the skill position players are god awful, Jay, god awful. <laughs> but I got Jalen Hurts, I got Patrick Mahomes. I'm in a championship again. Again, you you get you get two elite quarterbacks, it just changes the math for your dynasty rosters. I'm not saying Daniel Jones is elite, but Jay, in what world, What? tell me what world, would you take Kenny Pickett ahead of Daniel oh. Jones in a startup? I mean, is it a world where Matt Canada's already fired? Can we, can there's, we project there's to that? There's no car? world in which I'm taking Kenny Pickett over Daniel Jones. Zero. And right now in KTC... Daniel Jones, QB 17. Kenny Pickett, QB 14. Yuck. 
awful. Disgusting. But what do you think Daniel Jones is? What do you think Giants do with him? Just what do you think? So the biggest thing for me with Daniel Jones and the reason why, Ray, I think you're right. I think the Giants can bring him back cheap. I think that's the main thing here. Daniel Jones has been good, but for the most part of his career, he hasn't been that so that he hasn't been that good. So you look at what he may get on the open market, and I was projecting somewhere around $25 million a year, which is kind of a bargain for a starting quarterback. You know, the baseline is usually somewhere around 20, maybe 15 to 18 for a bridge guy. Is he gonna command 30 a year? maybe and at that point i'm like are the giants really gonna pay him 30 a year because they do have to pay barkley right if they want to play barkley and barkley's gonna ask for probably what 15 to 20 a year i don't know what the, he's gonna, the he's top gonna end ask for, for running back is, but yeah. he's gonna ask for a lot but if jones can get you somewhere in the realm of 25 to 30 million a year i think they're probably gonna bring him back for like four years because that is pretty good value for a quarterback and on top of that the cap's gonna be going up i believe in two mm-hmm. more years so he'd be a massive value at that point right so I think there is a world where he's good. Like, again, he played the Vikings. So best game he's ever played against the league's worst pass defense. That's, you know, of course, this is just kind of how it works for the Vikings. They play, they play great at, at home, but their defense is still god-awful. But Jones was awesome. He was really good. He got the ball to Slayton, James, and Hodgins. Most people don't even know half these guys. Yeah, I was Hodgins, say, no one even point, knows who those guys are. It's the worst receiving core in the NFL. Hodgins, Devi Darlin, Oregon State Beaver, mega yeah. producer. I loved him. Right? I got six, film four, breakdowns six, of Hodgins. I is, like him. Right? I got film breakdowns but, of Hodgins. I don't even know if he was in, even drafted, right? But again, people need to remember the connection is that he did. He was in Buffalo, so he probably was coached up by Dable. Dable brought him over to New York, and now he's playing well, right? But I think, you know, to your point, he could be fine. I think they could bring James back. I think Slayton might be a free agent this year. I think But he I is. think the point is, is that you look at Jones and you're saying, He's been doing it with just about nobody. So if you give him a, a bit more, he could probably do better. So I think there's no point in not investing in him. If you got him, I'd probably hold him. Could he be a top 12 quarterback? Maybe. I mean, he's basically there right now. He probably is right now. But can he do that going forward? I don't see why not. With I think Dave that Dave's doing good things. Yeah, he's doing great things with him. I mean, you're talking about a quarterback, Jay. Think about, like, just bare nuts. and Think about this. 66% completion percentage. Over 3,000 passing yards and over 600 rushing yards for Daniel Jones this year. I mean... Nice. That's good numbers. With nobody. Can't complain. I, I, yeah. I, think, I think he's a sneaky, sneaky offseason buy. No doubt about it. Uh, Daniel Jones has played his way into being one of the top 32 quarterbacks, a starting quarterback next year, whether that's in New York or beyond. Uh, really, really impressed with what Dayball has done with that Giants team. Um yeah, and Jones is only 25 years old. He'll be 26 years yep. old going into next season. Jay, the Houston Texans, finally, Woo. they've been flirting with a dub the past two weeks. Uh, took Dallas to OT, took Kansas City to OT, and <laughs> yeah. they finally got it done versus the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I just want to give Houston a shout-out, right? They got to win. Don't win <laughs> too many, it. Houston. You don't want to mess up that number one overall pick. But the Titans have completely fumbled away the division we talked about, the Jacksonville Jaguars overtaking that division. Shout out to the Texans, Jay. Shout out to my Dallas Cowboys, baby. To my <laughs> Eagles fans are annoying. They are an annoying fan base. And now it's all oh, you beat Minshew. No big deal. Yeah. But Dallas, uh, 40 to 34. Uh, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, Jay, is our quarterback baller of the week. He is. Dak, 27 for 35, 347 yards through the air. He also gave you 41 yards on the ground for Dak Prescott. Three touchdowns, one interception. 
QBR of 86 and a half. Dak got it done for the Dallas Cowboys. That was the that was the game of the weekend. That was an entertaining game. Oh, yeah. uh, third and 30. Just chunk it deep to T.Y. Hilton. What a throw. What a catch. And Jay, season. this man right here is playing out of his mind. C.D. <laughs> Lamb. The wide receiver baller of the week. 10 for 120. Two touchdowns. C.D. freaking Lamb has arrived on the season as a legitimate alpha. 91 receptions. 1,200 yards, eight touchdowns on the season for the 23-year-old uh, third-year pro. CeeDee Lamb, absolute stud. Jay, and I didn't give uh, I didn't give our respect to uh, Cam Akers, man. Cam Akers. He didn't, yeah. RB Baller of the Week, no doubt about it. You have 149 yards, three touchdowns on 25 touches. You are the Baller of the Week. So our four Ballers of the Week, Cam Akers at running back, TJ Hawk and God at tight end, CeeDee Lamb and Dak Prescott at quarterback, Jay. Dallas got it done, and uh, there's still hope for them to win the division. Philly just needs to win one game, and they've locked that up. But uh, Dallas, there's still hope that they hope. that they win that division, and they'll probably be playing everybody all the way throughout the season. I've not heard anything about Jalen Hurts, Jay. I haven't heard if Hurts is so, playing this week or if they're holding him out or what. I've not heard anything about Hurts. So Ian Rappaport went on Good Morning Football this morning, and he was talking about that. He was actually saying that Jalen Hurts apparently is going to push to play this week um, because they're playing the Saints. So again, at least it's an indoor game, so a good environment for him. But at least I think it's an indoor game. Might be, might be at home, actually. But he's going to try and play this week, right? Because they do want to lock up that number one seed. So one win, whether it's this week or next week, they will lock up that number one seed and obviously the division. So they're trying to get that done. But I'm curious, you know, I know they want the bye. But it's just, it feels so risky. Apparently, this, the injury isn't serious. But again, it's like, this is Jalen Hurts, franchise quarterback, want to go to the Super Bowl, all these things. Like, it feels like a, such a big risk to play him. And Minshew, 24 for 40. Yeah, he did throw two picks, but still threw for 355 and two touchdowns and ran for a touchdown. Like, it, you got Gardner Minshew executing those sneak plays. I, not to say that you don't need Jalen Hurts, but he's he's kind of doing the things he needs to do to win these games. So I got to give credit to him there. But I don't know if I risk it. I think maybe week 18, if you really got to play him, at least he's been right. off. For almost three weeks, but we'll see. It's fine because they, they do play the Giants the last week of the season, I believe. So that, that will be a big game for them divisionally, but hopefully they don't need to play in that game. So maybe they just play them this week against the Saints. Uh, but it's interesting for sure. Dallas, the problem for Dallas, though, Ray, is they might have to go to Tampa the first week. I'm not worried. That Tampa, could be tough. Tampa played. It, we, thought played the, we thought the Rams and the Broncos were going to be the worst game on the slate. Tampa versus, when I say that game was Awful, Jay. I did not even finish it. I, I I would be lying to you if I told you I finished watching that game. It was brutal to watch. Tom Brady looks bad. Byron oh. Leftwich and Todd Bowles don't look like the answer. What did Mike Evans finish with? Did Mike Evans? I think I think he finished with a couple catches, but for I think most of his he had catches one for five. Overtime. Yeah, he had yeah. one for five going into OT. Yeah, three Awful. for twenty nine. Woof. Woof. Leonard Fournette led the team in receiving. But back back to back Dallas, to, though. Yeah, back to Dallas. Back I to Dallas. Talk to da- I want to talk about Dallas. Because they, they did what they had to do. They forced the turnovers against Philly. They beat the backup quarterback. Everyone's talking about, oh, wait, they wait, beat wait the a minute, Eagles, wait blah, blah. a minute, wait a minute, oh, wait a minute. I'm going to get into minute. it. I'm going to get into what? it. I get into what? Okay. Get into what? I was going to say, they beat the backup quarterback, and everyone's talking about how they beat Philly, and then people are bringing up, oh, well, they also beat Cooper Rush. So Exactly. Like, I still want to exactly. see the Eagles versus Dallas at full strength, but 
the here's the two things for me, right? Both defenses didn't play great, but the difference no. was the turnovers, right? It was the quarterback play, which, I mean, that's pretty obvious. It was the same situation in the other game, and the turnovers. But how do you feel about the Cowboys' defense after this game? Because they didn't sack Minshew, so that, not that offensive line for the Eagles— Not good. Still you, played very well. I can well, tell you right now, with I Minshew. don't feel good. We are not generating pass rush right now. Micah Parsons has lost Defensive Player of the Year. Give it to Nick Bosa, gift wrap. Defensive Player of the Year, Nick Bosa, he's, a, he's an animal— we can't stop the run. Um, yeah, we just uh, it's it's you gotta they gotta force turnovers, which they found something in Deron Bland. J. Ron Curse is playing well. Uh, they've got to force force turnovers because right now defensively they're not playing good ball. Giving up thirty four at home to Minshew, uh, not good, not good. But you know we asked this question the other day, Jay Devonta Smith and AJ Brown. I, I don't know if you watched that game. Smitty played out of his goddamn mind. I mean, he was yeah. making sideline grabs, toe tapping. Full extension. Yeah, he was the first good. two Eagles receivers over a thousand yards in wow. I don't know how long, ever. I don't, it might be yeah. ever, but they both have over a thousand yards. Devontae Smith, 79 receptions, 1,014 yards, and seven touchdowns. Smitty, 14th in the NFL in receptions, 12th in yards, and 11th in touchdowns. AJ Brown, 80 receptions, so one more catch, which is 13th in the league. 13-04, fourth in the league. 10 touchdowns, which is third in the league. I mean, these two... Remember when Devonta Smith was supposed to be buried? It was over for the old Reaper. A.J. Brown is there. How good are these two wide receivers, man? How good are Smith and Brown, and how much... How well do they complement each other? Like, this this is fun to watch. Phenomenally. And I think think that's what's... That's what's so crazy. So you, it's funny. You asked the question, right? Who's the best wide receiver, best wide receiver doing in the league? I said Chase and Higgins um, because I think they complement each other so well, right? Bro, everyone said it's it's Tyreek and Waddle. And and I see why you would say Tyreek and Waddle. I think they're too similar in my opinion. But again, say what you want about that. But to your point about complimenting each other, you have the alpha dog who's the man beater, right? You have Smitty who's the route technician, the zone beater. And I think that's what I love about Brown and Brown and Smith and then Chase and Higgins. You have a guy that can be dominant outside. You have a guy who and both guys can play inside and outside. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how they're lined up, what the formation is. And you get to make the same case about Waddle and uh and Reek as well, but they win with speed. It's just different, right? You you don't see as much physicality from those guys. It's just pure dominance in terms of speed and acceleration. So you look at these two guys though, and I'm like, man, they they really could get there. Like they really could if if they continue to develop and they continue to funnel these targets. The, their just way, those right? Two, right? You're just, gonna you're yep. gonna see them start to do shit that you just don't see. Like Waddle's touchdown, phenomenal, probably touchdown of the weekend. Him just outrunning everybody yeah. and Tyreek laying the foundation and the blocks behind him. And but you see what Smitty does. He does it with such finesse. He catches every ball that comes his way. Anything in his radius is his. And then Brown just every time he contests a ball, he uses that body to shield it's himself. Huge. And then of course the the run after the catch is what he does the best. It's it's amazing to see what these guys are together but they don't lose any value together which is just insane to me and and it feels like unheard of in fantasy land to have two receivers so good but lose literally zero value essentially playing together on the same team yeah um i'm trying to go look up where these guys are and i don't see them keep trade cuts wide receivers and running backs isn't working for some reason um but let's talk oh here we go wide receivers uh aj brown being valued as the wide receiver three in Dynasty, I'm not going to argue with that at all. I think I'd have CD 
right there as well. Ooh. And you have Devontae Smith mm, as wide receiver 15 behind Devontae Adams, Drake London, DK Metcalf, Stefan Diggs, Chris Olave. So you got Higgins at nine, Smith at 15. So tells me there's still some value out there on old yep. Devontae Smith. And I think that's a really good segue into the Miami game because everybody oh. that I saw on Twitter, they want oh, to a gone. Jay, they think he's um, Zach Wilson. You, you think it was Zach Wilson out there playing quarterback the way that the Dolphins fan base has uh, turned on old Tua, turned on Tua. Tua 16 for 25, QBR of 23, 310 yards, one touchdown, three very, very bad interceptions from Tua. Although Jalen Waddle still went berserk, five for 143 and one. Tyreek had four for 103, was tackled at the one-yard line on a beautiful pass Brutal. from Tua downfield. Yeah, everyone needed that. Uh, Gusecki, the squeaky wheel, did not get the grease. One for 24 from Mike Gusecki. And on the other side of the ball, it looks like Aaron Jones is dead now. A.J. Dillon has taken over the backfield. Uh, Christian Watson, he did okay. Romeo Dobbs was out there, and Aaron Rodgers got a dub. What to make of Tua, Jay? What do you make of Tua and uh, the negative sentiment around this young quarterback? I think people are a little out of their mind uh, with that one. It just seems like people are so spoiled. Like, if you're not Mahomes, Hurts, Allen, Herbert, Burrow, you're awful. I mean, Dallas fans calling for Dak. You you were talking, oh, Dak sucks. Like, what are we doing, man? Come on, like at some point, the level-headedness has to take over. Like, is Tua that bad? Is Tua bad? What are we doing? Okay, right. Okay, right. And people get on me all the time. Oh, Jay Rich, you don't watch the tape. You don't watch the tape. I need you to watch this game for me. I I, I, asked I watched you, it as a friend. I watched. Does it. Tua does Tua actually read the defense sometimes? Like, bro, you look at those picks, and and right, like it's not even just the picks. There's multiple plays where I feel like I'm watching Jared Goff playing in Sean McVay's system. He doesn't think. He just he's told where to throw the ball. He does his three-step drop and he throws it. And he doesn't eat like it it blows my mind. Like the play that I that remind that reminds me more than anything. You have the pick to Raheem it was Raheem Mostert, I think, up the Raheem middle, Mostert right? up, up the seam. Same. Same. Wasn't even looking. Linebacker right there. You're like, dude, what are you doing? But there's also the screen pass he threw. He threw it, he faked it to the left. And then turned around and threw the ball to a screen. There was nobody there. The ball wasn't there. The player wasn't in position. I think it was um, Rasul Douglas blew up the play and he threw it anyways. And you're like, dude, all it takes is for you to take one second look and then not throw the ball. And so you look at those picks, tried to throw a whole shot, not a good throw, way too low if you're trying to throw, make that throw, got baited into the pick. I don't know what to make of Tua. And I don't, I don't know if it's... I don't know if it's the system. I don't know if it's him, but Ray, it genuinely, it genuinely looked out there like he was just told where to throw the ball at times and he would throw it. Wouldn't read anything, wouldn't look. He would just throw it. And then there's plays where he's told to throw it somewhere and he, the player's open and he doesn't throw it because he's not, doesn't believe he can get it there or whatever the case may be. So that's why I ask you like, yes, Tua had an awful game, but those picks weren't him trying to force something. It was just him making bad decisions. And it's like, are you actually reading the defenses the way you're supposed to, or are you just being told where to throw the ball? Here's my thing, Jay. We're talking dynasty fantasy football, right? Like, we're yeah. talking that. We're not talking... The QB landscape is awful. 
L- literally, yeah, like, I'm looking at Tua, right? QB9. You got Kyler Murray and his blown out knee. All right. So there's that. You got Dak Watson. How fucking good has he looked lately? Hey, man, that game was that game was tough. That game was a tough game in the cold. Trey Lance, Kenny Pickett, 34-year-old yeah. Kirk Cousins being valued as QB 15. Goff, Jones, Geno, Mac, Derek Carr. That's your top 20. What do you do? Yuck. Think about that. That's and that's just our dynasty rankings. These are that 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 means there's 12 more teams that have starting yeah. quarterbacks worse than this in the NFL. And some of these cats aren't even starters. Jordan Love, Desmond Ritter, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Malik Willis, Jimmy Garoppolo, Matt Stafford, Brock Purdy, top 30. Ryan Tannehill, Zach Wilson, Tom Brady, Taylor Heineke, Mike White, Jameis Winston, Tyler Huntley. People were out here really thinking Tyler Huntley could do Lamar Jackson. What do you do? Like if where where do you pivot from Tua? Where do you pivot from Tua? Like, what do you do? The quarterback position right now in the NFL, there needs to be a state of emergency because it's bad. And then you've got You've got all these 23 quarterbacks coming in, and I can like Anthony Richardson and his tools and traits to the high heavens and Will Levis and his tools and traits and Bryce Young and his leadership and C.J. Stroud and his ability to put the ball into any window. But all four of those guys have warts too. None of those guys, in my opinion, are as safe, quote-unquote, in locked-in prospects as Trevor and Fields were in 2021. None of them. So what, what happens? What do you do? What? How do you, if you're a dynasty gamer, how do you approach that position this offseason? Because I think what's going to have to happen is you're going to have to pick your shots on some of these guys and say, you know, I'm just going to bank on Jared Goff remaining the starter in Detroit and that offense still. I mean, Goff had another, fa- fantasy-wise, it was a fantastic game. The defense was the problem. They couldn't stop Carolina. Carolina had damn near 500 rushing yards. They had two running backs. Two backup running backs go for over 100 yards before, like, the third quarter on that Detroit defense, right? But yeah. you're going to have to take a shot. Is it Goff? Is it Daniel Jones? Is it is it Pickett? Is it Jordan Love? Is it Desmond? You're going to have to pick your shots because the quarterback position is so bad right now. It's truly the haves and the have-nots. And I feel for anybody out there that's doing a dynasty startup and it's Snake, I will not— oh. Jay Rich and everybody out there listening, if you're not doing auctions, you if you draw the 112 in a super flex startup, you are fucked. Like you're you're yeah. at a disadvantage. You yeah. are at a disadvantage. I don't care because you pro, you've missed out on the top eight quarterbacks. You're probably not getting Jefferson or Chase. So you're gonna have to burn your first round pick on Dak, Kyler, Deshaun Watson, Trey Lance. I will not participate in any traditional snake startup ever, ever. It's auction or bust for me. Auction or bust, period. I don't even give a shit about third-round reversal, George. You're still screwed. By the time the third round comes around, you're screwed. You're going to be reaching for a quarterback that you don't want. You are in a massive disadvantage in a super flex dynasty. And God forbid it's a 14-teamer. Oh. 14-teamer, you draw the 113? The 114, and you're looking at maybe your best quarterback right off the rip being Kirk Cousins, Kenny Pickett, Goff, Jones. I won't do it, Jay. You're fucked. 
You're, you are F-U-C-K apostrophe D. You are not even the E-D, just apostrophe D. Won't do it, Jay. Won't do it. But back to Tua, I mean, what do you, what, what do, you do? You, Where's the pivot point? You, there's no pivot point. You go up. There, there's no going down, right? You can't, you can't go down. You got to go up. So for me, like, we, and we've talked about this a lot. You know, we, we did a draft in the offseason. I believe I had the nine pick. And I was like, I hate this. This is terrible. You said you hated I'm it. Fucked, I remember that. Right? I, I, to be fair, I could have got Dak, right? I could have got Dak at the nine pick, and I think I went with Jamar Chase. Um, no, you took Kyle like, Pitts. I think I took Kyle Pitts in the, in the subsequent round, in the, mm, in the round back. Okay. But, but yeah, it was, it was like, you know, you look at that spot, you're like, oh, man, like this is not good. But the only pivot spot is up. You, you can't go down. And, but again, it's like, what do you pay? Are you paying a, a Tua, a first and second, Tua, two first to try and just get like a Burrow even? Like even the gap from Tua to Burrow has got to be massive. And it's like three or four spots in ADP massive. right now. So massive. It's tough. It's tough, man. It's, it's tough to be a dynasty gamer. We're doing a startup. I don't even want to know what the quarterback prices are. The quarterback prices are going to be astronomically high. I, I, I am very curious to see how this is going to play out, but I, I will not do a traditional snake. It's not happening. Not happening, man. It is a uh, auction or bust. That's just how it is for me. That's, that's where I'm at. I just feel like you're, if you draw that late pick, you're in such a disadvantage, man. There's a big yep. gap between those top six, seven, eight quarterbacks and the next ones. It's it's a massive gap, man. And it, um, no thank you. No thank you. Jay, who else do you want to talk about before we get out of here? Do you want to talk uh, I mean, Vegas and Pittsburgh? Yuck. <sighs> McDaniel. Arizona, Tampa Bay. We talked about it earlier. Awful game. Yeah, I don't need to get into that at Awful. all. Awful. Awful game. Detroit. You want to talk really? about Buffalo? Buffalo had a massive second half against the Bears, right? Yeah, talk about uh, it. Both I mean, Cook and Singletary had 100 yards. Singletary 12 for 106 and 1. James Cook 11 for 99 and 1 on the ground. Cold game in Chicago. Josh Allen did throw two picks. But, I mean, a lot a lot of good things from Buffalo. And, and to, Ray, this week, I believe it's Monday night, you got Buffalo traveling to Cincinnati. Love for it. a massive game. Love it. Yeah, massive game for Week 17 championships. Everyone who who did the stacks and shit with Buffalo and Cincinnati are looking good right now because that stack is still healthy. But Stefan Diggs flopped. DeAndre Hopkins flopped. Devonta Adams flopped. Like tons oh, how of many? Studs how many studs week. flopped this week? Tons. Josh Jacobs, Devonte Adams, Stefan Diggs, Justin Fields. I mean, these guys flopped when you yep. needed them. To, what? Let me ask you this. Here's a here's a great question for fantasy gamers. What's the what's the worst feeling in the fantasy playoffs? What's what's the worst feeling? Having your team lose early and then the very next week them go ballistic oh. and you end up being the highest scoring team the week after being put out or making it and then having all your studs just flop. And I'm ta- I'm not talking fringe level starters, right? I'm not talking Isaiah High. I'm talking about your big guns. Adams, yep. Diggs, Jacobs, Nothing burgers yeah, across Alex the board. Ramondre, Ramondre, Ramondre flopped flop. Like, what's what is the worst feeling? Fields flop, and we kind of knew it was going to be rough. But what's yeah. the what's the worst feeling? Is it your team the very next week after being bounced goes ballistic and leads the league in scoring, or your team that made it shitting the bed when you needed him the most from the big guns? What's the worst feeling? I think it has to. I think it has to be shitting the bed when you're actually in it. You know, like my, my team went off in in Royal Rumble the week after. Your team went off this week in so Royal Rumble. Week. We're both out already, right? Christian like McCaffrey flop, flop. 
Oh, Aaron Christian Jones flop. Too, yeah. I mean, this oh, these were brutal, man. Brutal this week. Brutal. brutal. This week. I mean, did did I don't I don't know. I gotta look. Amon Ra, I guess he Even. was fine. Amon Ra was fine, but DeAndre Swift. Yes. Jay, oh, what yeah. are you doing with Swift? What are you Hold doing it. with Swift? Hold Talk it. to me about yeah. DeAndre. I know, man. I traded for DeAndre Swift, and now I'm now I'm holding Ooh. up, holding DeAndre Swift. But uh, Shark, wow, Shark had another really good game. Yeah, he had a solid yards. game. Jared but Goff, Jared here. Goff. I just got to look up Jared Goff's season stats. You want to hear Jared Goff this year? It's playing good, man. Playing good ball. Let me know. Seventh in the NFL in passing yards, thirty nine fifty nine. Sixth in the NFL in passing touchdowns, twenty six. Seventh. In interceptions, only seven INTs, eighth, tied for eighth in the NFL. Like, no turnovers. Sixth in the NFL in QBR, 61.9. He's top eight in all the major categories. Top eight. He's good. He, he's been good. Like, it's you can't deny that Goff has been good. Hasn't played great on the road, but he's been good. He's been really good. Agreed, Patrick. I think we have the new fraudulent one. <laughs> DeAndre Swift is the new fraudulent one. He is the new with TJ Hawkinson. We go from one lion to a current lion. Has to be a lion. DeAndre Swift. I mean, when you talk about, we got to do a fantasy busts episode. DeAndre Swift this season, Jay, eighty-two oh carries. I mean, that's like Derrick Henry versus Houston this year alone, right? Eighty-two carries. 439 rushing yards and four touchdowns for DeAndre Swift this season. It's not great. Not great. TD <laughs> no, grade is solid, though. That is that is not great for DeAndre Swift. Now How many he receptions does, does he have? Do you have interesting uh, yards? Yeah, I got a, he's got 39 receptions for 289 yards. Uh, uh, What's he played, like 12 games, 10 games? He's played 12 games. He is the fraudulent one. Going into year four, Swift is the fraudulent one. He's the new fraudulent one. Jay, any other games that you want to highlight? Any other players? We got the Chargers and Nick Foles uh, versus the Chargers and Justin Herbert versus Nick Foles and the Colts tonight. This is like we've had football so many days, man. Just more yeah. football. Uh, I don't really, I mean, New Orleans, Cleveland, Kansas City. We didn't City, talk about um, the Bengals either. Bengals played great outside of them almost losing. They almost yeah, blew they that almost game. They almost blew but... that game. They almost blew that game. They almost yep. blew that game. They almost blew that game. But Joe Burrow went off. I thought about him being QB baller of the week, but you said you almost blow it to dude, like Kendrick Bourne is a great team. Kendrick Bourne, the week I needed him, he does nothing. <laughs> and then the week that I'm out of it, he has six for a hundred. Literally, Jay. This and a touchdown, yeah. Uh, Ramondre Mac shit Jones. the bed. Mac, stinks. Mac Jones, don't be skewed by the numbers. It wasn't this good. He got lucky on a Jacoby Myers pass. Bomb, yeah. Um, Terrible. he wasn't very good. They were calling for Zappy too in that game. That's what I'm saying. The QB state in the NFL is just awful, Jay. Like Jared Goff is. Detroit fans want him gone. They want him gone. Jared Goff is Mm-mm. easily one of the best 32 quarterbacks in the NFL. Lions fans want him even, gone. Like. Ray, imagine if they traded him. He'd be worth a lot. Oh, he'd be worth a I think they could probably get like ton. a first and second for Jared Goff at this point. Because his contract, I don't even think, is crazy because of how long ago he signed it. Like, he's getting paid a lot, but a lot of it's already been paid out, too. So you look at Jared Goff now, and you're like, not a whole lot to go from. Think, think about uh, yeah, Jared. Hunt, Tyler Huntley's bad, too. Yeah, Joe, thank you, Tyler Joe. Huntley. 
Oh, and Not don't good. get me started on Tyler Huntley. Oh, the, the Ravens are Pro just Bowl. fine. Just fine without Lamar. No need for Lamar. We got Tyler Huntley. Get the hell out of here with this shit, man. Tyler they're Huntley. They're in the playoffs, though. They won the game, and they're in the playoffs. They, they, they won the game, and they're in the playoffs, and they should be an easy out. They should be an easy exit. Think about Jared Goff in Miami with McDaniel. Yeah, he'd be good. He'd be, He'd be pretty really good. What What do you make of that Baltimore running back situation? Because they literally split carries between Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins, but Gus had 11 for 99. J.K. Dobbins, who everyone said was back, 12 for 59. And then the other thing, Ray, is that Lamar Jackson might be back this week. So people, we didn't even bring this up because it's not really news, but they flexed the Pittsburgh Steelers-Baltimore Ravens game into Sunday Night Football this week. So now you have Steelers and, and Ravens in Sunday Night Football with potentially Lamar coming back, but... The Ravens have clinched the playoffs, so there's no real reason to bring them back, but they are in contention for a division because if the Bengals lose, I believe they have a much better shot of getting in if they lose to the Bills, which they might. They might lose at home. But I think, you know, we'll see if they bring Lamar back. But yeah, Sunday Night Football is the Steelers and Ravens, so we might see Lamar back, but I don't think they should push them. 10-5 and, and five in the playoffs. if I'm Lamar, I'm giving him the middle finger, and I'm not playing. <laughs> yeah, well, there's if that I'm, too. If I'm Lamar, I'm giving him the middle finger, and I'm not playing. Lamar, there are already rumors about him being on a new team Next year in 2023, it'll be interesting to see that play out, man. But um, yeah, Jay, I'm I'm um, I'm gonna enjoy the couple of teams. I don't know how many teams you have in the fantasy championships. I've got I got a Not couple yet. that I got a couple that made it. I got a couple that snuck in there and made it. So I'm oh, gonna big, enjoy big game, big game tonight. Big game tonight. I'm gonna enjoy some NFL, and we're gonna get ready. We're just moving on, man. We're gonna do our biggest winners. Give out our MVPs. New show schedule. So moving forward. This week and beyond, uh, we will be doing the show Mondays and Wednesdays. No Friday shows uh, right now until probably like next season, next football season. So we'll be yeah. doing a Monday show. Mondays will probably be Mock Mondays where we just go through mock drafts. We do mocks as a community, really start amping up for the 2023 class. And then on the Wednesday show, it will be something Ricky related, but just want to give everybody some scheduling, some scheduling updates. We will not be doing a Friday show after the season. We chopped down uh, last year. We were doing it like five days a week, four days a week, but we're chopping down, but we will be producing other post pro content, uh, player film breakdowns, things of that nature. Join the discord, man. Uh, I, I got one of the nicest messages from one of our Heisman members, Sammy snakes, man, who talked about uh, after joining this community, 15 months, he's turned around, uh, some of his most important leagues by being a part of the community. Me, you, Scott Connor, Eric Vanek, Eugene and Ike. I mean, we've got a really dope uh, Mike and Adam in there. Like there's just Ty DeClaire, Jay Peters is in the building. Um, you know what I mean? Just talking Dynasty Ball 24-7, 365. It's an awesome place. So patreon.com forward slash all gas gets you access to that. Our databases, working on some new stuff for our rookie databases. So it's going to be a lot of good stuff Cracking uh, over here at Destination. Debbie J, anything you want to say to people before we get out of here? Felt like this was a small show. No, man, just show. enjoy the day. Hope everyone had a good Christmas and stuff. We didn't even wish people, really, because we didn't do a show. No, we but, didn't. But, uh, yeah, man, holiday season. Holiday I'll be out season. Friday. DJ Drama, holiday baby. Season. Holiday season. There it is, man. There it is. Yeah. So make sure you tap in Wednesday. We are going to do – we're doing a rookie mock. Are we gonna do a mock? Are we gonna look? I don't know. Are you doing a rookie? Are you doing a rookie mock? Oh yeah, you're not gonna be here. Yeah, I'll be here. I'll be here by myself on Wednesday. Yes, 
We're going to do a rookie mock. We're going to go through some of the DD mocks, maybe look at some ADP. We'll do some rookie shit for sure on Wednesday. So make sure you tap in. I'll be flying solo. So I'm going to need y'all to be uh, be in the chat helping me out. So I appreciate y'all being here, Jay. Appreciate the people. Y'all hit that like yeah. button. Enjoy your Monday if you're off of work. Enjoy. We got a lot of stuff to do. We got to go do Mojo and got other stuff we got to do. So appreciate y'all waking up with us. Y'all enjoy. Start your Monday off right. We out. Peace. Thank y'all for watching The Wake Up Show with myself and Jay Rich. If you finished the show and you're still hanging around and have yet to hit the thumbs up button or subscribe to the channel, do that right now and turn them alerts on while you're at it. If you want more exclusive access to me, Jay Rich, and the entire Destination Debbie team, patreon.com forward slash all gas gives you that access make sure you subscribe to the newsletter for free 99 content and if you want to get in on that action use the promo code wake up over on prize picks for a 100 deposit match up to 100 for first time users and a brand new show dropping on the mojo youtube channel myself and jay rich will be talking about these players and their value from a stock market perspective every single week this fall over on mojo it's all gas all the time. Love y'all. I'm out of this thing. Peace.